Random Science is a podcast about the world of science, technology, and medicine. We talk directly to professionals and scientists in their respective fields and to everyday people just like you about the changes happening all around us. Welcome to our show. I'm your host, Francine Dash. Today we're talking about global warming and climate change. They are currently on the table for this next block of shows. We also want to talk about what it is and what it isn't and how us humans have possibly contributed to it. Today we're going to be talking to our executive producer, Gail Jones, about the importance of this next block of shows. Gail, as always, welcome to your show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Talk to us about this next block. What can we expect coming up and uh, with each of the shows regarding climate change, global warming, and human impact? Okay. Well, I think, first of all, um, I want to make a a good distinction between global warming and climate change. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the first thing. And then maybe get an expert to uh, share with us maybe some of the research and things that's going on probably um, nationally and locally. Mm -hmm. The other thing is maybe to get just someone just like myself, their opinion about, in fact, maybe if they think there's a climate change Mm -hmm. and if they think that they have been affected by it or not Mm -hmm. and then probably um, do some other research maybe find some um, in terms of um, people if they're groups of people maybe if they want to what they're doing uh, to make a change or maybe some papers or uh, laws that are being developed right, to help right. us to deal with that. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that it's currently uh, a, a hot topic. It has been for some time now, but the president's office has taken this up and has assigned someone the role, kind of the mm-hmm. overseer of this uh, space. So there's obviously a level of importance that's been added to uh, environmental concerns, but along with climate change or even global warming, is the talk of environmental justice. Mm, when yes. you when you hear that term, what does that what does that mean to you? Well, it, it's it, for it, on many different levels. Let's just talk about locally first. Yeah, um, I think locally that we all need to be aware of what's going on in our community as far as climate change. And um, I think in the past with environmental laws, it's been more of a thing of uh, spanking people's hands, you know, or just saying, no, no, you did something wrong and maybe Mm -hmm. making fines. But um, here lately, I think they're moving towards really doing something proactive to clean our environment up. And to make a, and make a big difference that way. There was a community in in, in Chicago. Uh, I guess it was a, an apartment community that had uh, spoken of years about some of the environmental issues that they had in that area and in another area uh, in again in Illinois where there was concrete dumping, concrete waste mm-hmm. that was dumped in their neighborhood and the air quality and the asthma and the, and the illnesses that were caused in that. And um, it was eventually cleaned up, but you're right. There was a lot of hand slapping <laughs> and people were just allowed to kind of disappear like, okay, I won't dump anymore, but 
I'm not going to clean it up. Yeah, you're not going to clean it up, and I'll just dump it somewhere else. And just dump it somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, so it'll be really interesting to hear, you know, where we are and Mm -hmm. and those efforts from the people we're going to have on the next block of shows. Um, But I'm also curious about infrastructure, you know, because there's, remember Flint, Michigan? I remember that story. Yes, I do. Um, um, it was interesting how, you know, the body of people there dealt with that. And uh, I don't know, I am I'm just really wasn't too happy with the outcome of it. There's still a lot yeah. of uneasiness and mm-hmm. a lot of people drinking water. I live in Indiana and I drink water. I mean, and from the bottles, I'm talking about specifically drinking water yes. out of bottles right, as opposed right. to tap. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> there's a lot of uneasiness. I heard about Flint and I didn't live in Flint and I immediately started drinking only bottled Not water. water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also added filters and all kinds mm-hmm. of things uh, just for showers. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, 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 but you know, environmental issues don't necessarily recognize boundaries. And I think that was what my response mm-hmm. <laughs> was about. So it'll be interesting to have those discussions. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to those. Um, and one thing about climate change, um, what really got me interested in, I remember some years ago reading a book called Silent Springs. Mm. Oh, it was really interesting. Uh, it was about how this lady noticed in her area all of a sudden, one spring, there were no birds. Wow. No birds, uh, you know, chirping and things. And so that got her to investigate why ultimately it turned out that it was uh, pesticides and things oh in the my goodness. that had killed off all these birds. And for that particular spring, there was no birds that were heard and things. So... Um, I'm sure that in a lot of areas, those are still going on. You you see in our own Well, I hope the birds yeah. that have come back. Uh, well, I, they eventually came back, right. but it was a noted, just that silence mm-hmm. itself. Right. I've heard of communities who found dead birds. Dead birds. You know, and trying to figure out, wait a minute, why are these birds dying in my backyard? What's going on? But, you know, a lot of times we probably use things in our own lawns and we probably don't know because it's being sold. So... The, the other part of that is having things not being available for us to buy that could cause harm. Exactly. To, yeah. to our communities. Yeah, that's the side from the, uh, from the pesticides. Um, something in the, um, in the urban part of uh, Indianapolis, I don't know if you remember this or not, but some of the areas, I remember we had, uh, and this, I don't mean this to be funny, but we had rats. <laughs> remember when there were rats? We don't have rats anymore, but we do have possums. We, <laughs> hey, we have possums. We and do have possums. I, I a lot seen of possums. A rat in a while. I have not seen a rat. And now that you mention it, I mean, it's not like I was looking to hang, hang no, with no, them. No, no, no. I don't look for them. But it's just you, you. You heard of people having a rat problem. Right now, most people have a possum, raccoon problems. In I have a. I have uh, possums. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them all the time. I see them enough. <laughs> when they don't like me, I don't like them. I let them do their job, though. Oh, yeah. And we respect each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what happened. And I don't know what the raccoon's job is. I don't either. I, but I want to know what happened to the rats. <laughs> that's, that's a good, good question. You know, um, I spent some time li- living in an area of Cleveland called Cleveland Heights. And they had a rat problem. And what they had done probably a hundred years ago is they imported all of these skunks Mm. 
okay. to naturally remedy the rat. I mean, they had a rat problem. Mm-hmm. Just it's mm-hmm. an old, old city. Mm-hmm. And so they just were overrun. And so they thought, OK, what eats rats? Let's get that. <laughs> Now they have a skunk problem. Now they got a skunk problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it smells like skunk mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. throughout the spring. You just mm-hmm. you just breathe it in and know that, hey, at least we don't have the rats. No, we don't have the rats. rats. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting. Yeah. So I might want to investigate that. Maybe someone did that around. Me. Yeah. We might have to talk about, you know, another thing that I was interested in. This mm-hmm. might be off uh, a little bit, but maybe not, uh, is uh, Native American reservations and lands and mm-hmm. some of the environmental concerns that have taken place there, particularly around drilling and deforestation mm-hmm. um, and just the the way that the lands have been, um, I mean, promises not kept as far as preserving mm-hmm. those lands for the, for the people there. Um, I, I wonder if there would be an opportunity, if not in this block, at some point that we talk about the impact on those communities, on the people there, mm-hmm. and the quality of life. Yeah, that would be a that would be a nice segment, I think, as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, because it all comes down to quality of life at the end of the day. Right? That's what we want to uh, portray: is you know a better quality of life, or how the climate change is affecting our lives. You mm-hmm. know, um, and that's just only you know one standpoint of it. So we'll see. You know, what was really interesting is mm. um, when we had the whole COVID thing and cities were shut down, they talked about the resurgence of certain wildlife. Naturally, they talked about uh, the quality of, of air uh, oh, in, yeah. in, in certain cities. And <clears throat> they talked about one area, talked about butterflies, that they hadn't seen no, butterflies. That is true. A long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like. Huh, if if shutting down can have such a fast and immediate effect on our environment, then perhaps we're more powerful with our ability to just make a decision to do a thing than we mm-hmm. realize. And you just brought up a key point, and that is making a decision to do something, you know, to help make things better. Um, hopefully uh, we can get into with some of our uh, professional people um, getting res- resources to help us to to do that that's another thing Mm -hmm. having resources available that's that's really key because there are a lot of people who are interested and curious about you know the property right around them whether Mm -hmm. they're in an apartment or a home or Mm townhome or whatever or a trailer wherever they're living but you know your kids and your animals are playing in the dirt and the grass (laughs) around you and you don't know how safe it is no that's true you know so it would be great to uncover resources that are available hopefully at low cost to no cost to just Mm -hmm. the average everyday person like can I test my like can you help me yeah yeah that that would really be something right what do you think about um maybe um uh, some of the um laws did we did we cover that uh some of the laws no we really we really we talked about regulation uh generally but I, I think that um the the when you have different administrations come in, regardless whether they're Republican or Democrat, mm-hmm. is is seems to be less of the issue. It's more or less the push at that time of public opinion around the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a push right now around um, in, environmental justice 
and concerns. So we might see more regulation around things like I talked about, you know, like the weed and feed you put in your yard oh, and, yeah. oh, and, yeah. and what's oh, yeah. in yeah. it and the yeah. impact of it. You even have information going out to homeowners. You know, we used to rake up all of our our leaves and and um, communities that I lived in, we would rake them all to the edge and someone would come and pick, pick them, them all up mm-hmm. or whatever. But they were talking about, you know, maybe that's not so good. Birds need that that sort of material and and, and the land itself needs that sort of material mm-hmm. that to just mow it into your own land to kind of help it mm-hmm. do its thing so um there's a lot of not just the regulation but the information mm-hmm. that's coming out that i think is helping to empower people to not necessarily change their mind about a thing but to be a part of helping to remedy or rectify a that's situation exactly right yeah yeah so I, I think that's a that's a lot. That's a lot to cover. We're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have fun on this block. And I think I, I, what I hope that people take away from it is feeling like, hey, I can do something. I'm empowered, and this is what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been confirmed, but this is what I can do about it. And mm-hmm. and I want people to know that there is a solution at hand for them. What do you hope people take away? Well, from the standpoint of uh, our own health. Uh, yes, the environment, but from our own health, the, the uh, climate change is in fact fe- affecting our health. So maybe maybe making us aware of how it is affecting our health mm, and maybe some point. resources to maybe get testing for some of those things. Uh, one thing in particular is lead poisoning. Lead poisoning is yeah. a big thing, but even mm-hmm. just that asthma, the breathing test. Asthma, yes. Yeah, right, right, so right. many people are, mm-hmm. quote unquote, coming down with asthma. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear you breathing on Yeah, me. I know. I, I don't know how. I'm like, I'm grown yeah. and running. I'm like, what's that mm-hmm. wheezing? Oh, that's me? That's you. Mm-hmm. So that's the benefit of living in the city and not just knowing uh, what's around me, but I'm hoping that people will become more aware so that they can head off these health issues. And mm-hmm. I appreciate you kind of helping to set the tone for this next oh, block. I'm excited. Well, good deal. Well, good deal. Well, let's let that be the last word. I think so. I, I really want to thank all of our listeners on our, our first block of shows. That that was an awesome turn that we saw people participating in the show, listening to the show. We're really grateful for the participation of our listeners. And I really want to continue to encourage you to participate, um, not just by listening to the shows, but also encourage you to go to our social media pages, uh, utilize the information that we provide to you and, and look at ways to make life better for you. So with that, continue this discussion on our social media, Facebook, Instagram at Poincaster. Get the word out to your neighbors um, and feel free to listen to our podcast at our website at Poincast.news or at Apple Podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Eliac Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians and anyone who has anything to say. Uh, And of course, Pointcast News. We also like to encourage you to follow and like us on our social media page. So please do that. That just lets us know that you're there. And we really want to speak to the issues and concerns that matter most to you. So that's all uh, this time, everyone. So be be sure to join us next time. Thank you for participating in this show. Be blessed and take care.